we're in conversation this morning and we are journeying to one of my favorite places. You know, I treat shopping malls as religious sites because it brings me so much happiness. As a serious shopper, it's a great pleasure for me to be chatting this morning to Donald Cow. He is the head of communications and PR at the VNA Waterfront, and he comes with a wealth of experience, having worked in the public sector and in the private sector, and, you know, with a, a huge collateral of experience garnered over 25 years. Donald, welcome to Jet Setting with Janet. It's a great pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you very much, and thanks for having me, Janet. It's, it's, it's fantastic to be able to um, chat to you. So we want to hear about the VNA, but we also want to hear a little bit about you. Who is Donald Carl and what do you and the team do to keep keep us coming back and full of excitement for the VNA waterfront? So, Donald, this VNA waterfront is, uh, you know, brought uh, there's a journey that brought you here, and we love to hear the narrative behind where you're at right now. So, how did you get to be head of communications and PR for the VNA waterfront? So um, interesting for me because, you know, I'm a, I'm a Johannesburger um, and I've been in Cape Town for just over uh, 12 years. And mm-hmm. it feels like um, it's sort of come full circle for me because early on in my career, my, my, my first corporate job was in um, at Transnet. Interestingly, the head office is up in, in Johannesburg. And in my 10 years at Transnet, in the last three years, I was the communications manager for the National Ports Authority. Um, mm-hmm. And so spent a lot of time coming down to all of our port cities, um, to the commercial harbors doing communications work. And, and, and as it is, you know, many years later, I'm back here in Cape Town. I always fancied the idea once I've been working at the National Ports Authority of one day living and working in a coastal city. I think being so close to the port must bring you a lot of joy because it reminds you of your journey where you started. And now you have the best of both worlds because you get this amazing view and uh, and then, of course, get to, to be in this, this very busy retail space. It definitely does. I mean, driving through. So I, I stay out in observatory. Um, and, and mm-hmm. driving through and sort of seeing the harbor, the sights and sounds of of a port city are, are quite interesting. You know, you you hear the the, the ships in the morning. Um, you drive up, you see some of the, the the ginormous vessels that are parked or berthed in the in the harbor, whether it be a cruise ship or an oil tanker or whatever it is. Um, driving in the seagulls. I'm one of twenty four thousand people who come into the Vienna waterfront to work daily. Um, to serve our tenants and visitors. So it's, it's quite an exciting space. It's a phenomenal space, number of people. I'm just gobsmacked with the number of people who come to work there. That's um, not even we, counting shoppers and everybody else who comes there on a regular basis. Definitely. It, it is quite an interesting thing to see. I mean, if, you, if you're just driving in and you, and you look at people walking across the, the, the bridge on Baton into the waterfront, eight 800 tenants call the VNA waterfront their place of business and, and work. So... You know, it's, it's, it's just phenomenal. We come here and, and we can present a piece of Cape Town that is a favorite destination for Cape Townians, for people from other provinces and from all over the world. And it's just one of those must see, must do spots. Uh, you know, people come because they've seen pictures of the waterfront or they come for everything from going to Robin Island on the boat out to high end shopping. 
but I'm not the expert. I'm just on the other side. I'm, you know, I come to enjoy the waterfront and I've seen the development over many, many years and how it's expanded. I've lived in the Western Cape and like you, I'm a migrant. I did a coastal migration from KZN and then to the Eastern Cape and have been in the Western Cape since 1999. And I think that uh, it's really quite phenomenal to be able to call this home. I used to enjoy that view because our office was there on the harbour and waking up and being able to walk through the waterfront as my early morning walk before the, the work day started. You know, there was a kind of magic in being able to walk there. No one else was there. It was early in the morning and it has so many different faces to the waterfront, so many moods, so many opportunities and so much adventure. What I what I really enjoy about the waterfront, I think, is the, is the degree of diversity that you get to experience here. You know, it's a it's a private property, but it's managed as mm-hmm. a public amenity. And to, to your point, I mean, if you if you are here at any time of day, everyone from all walks of life is here. When you're at the waterfront, you get to hear speak people speaking different um, languages. It's people from all over the world. Um, going about their business, it's totally accessible. I mean, they, there is hardly any space in the waterfront that is preserved or closed off from anyone. Um, and, and that's quite phenomenal. I think it says something about how, you know, people get to appreciate the waterfront, treat it as something that belongs to everyone um, who's here. Absolutely. So- we all feel like a, a stakeholder in this space. And it's quite phenomenal because... It doesn't belong to us. It's a place we visit, but we really do feel very much a part of the waterfront. It's part of our, our DNA now because it's and, just one of those iconic spaces. And, and you know, it's, in our, it's in, our, in our own language of, I suppose, the people who are tasked with managing this, that we are a neighborhood of the city. You know, we are not apart mm-hmm. from, from this environment. We are, we are a place that is for first and foremost, Capetonians to enjoy. And and maybe sometimes as a worthy reminder is that, you know, sometimes people do like to say oh, it, it's for tourists, but the numbers would tell you that the majority of, of visitors who come here, um, just over 60%, is primarily Capetonians who, who visit the waterfront repeatedly. Tourists are seasonal, visitors are here during holidays. So it is really a, a place for Capetonians to, to call their own. That's wonderful, Donald, because going to the waterfront is definitely one of those things we do a couple of times a month, and I'm sure that our listeners do as well. And whether you're driving yourself or you decide to uh, take a, a hailing service or even catch the my city, the great adventure, to be able to just arrive on the waterfront and there's all this buzz and excitement. Now, we know that the waterfront is a, is a mixed-use destination, do you want to give us a bird's eye view of all of the different components that make up the waterfront? So obviously what what stands out for, for most people in terms of the, the physical space, I think, is that people would obviously notice and, and tend to think more of the, the shopping mall component. Um, and mm-hmm. that is huge. You know, you've got restaurants, you've got food retail, clothing retail. But the total waterfront is actually... As you come in from the city ICC and you you experience the the, the the commercial offices as you as you come into the precinct, 
And in fact, the commercial component makes up a bigger percentage of the total land use of the waterfront environment. So that's all the offices that you that you see here. We obviously then have the attractions elements. So anything that is coming on to the, 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 the pleasure craft that people go on, the sunset views, the wheel, um, and those components, as well as the Two Oceans Aquarium, Zaid's Mocha is one of our top um, attractions here. Mm-hmm. And so that's another component to this. And, 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 and so very much mixed use. We've got 14 hotels that are, that are owned um, by the waterfront and managed by the various uh, brands that are here. And again, something that people may, may not kind of almost always have a sense of. But, but we essentially own all of the, the land and the properties, and these are leased to, to tenants who then um, mm-hmm. manage them. It makes for a great ecosystem. We also manage the cruise terminal. And so the cruise season is a big component of, of what, what, what the business is like. And so all of this gets to be managed with a thinking around how it well presents as an ecosystem, businesses that support each other, but give visitors a, a, a quite a, a unique experience of being in this environment that is safe, secure, well-maintained, um, but that they can come in and leisurely and enjoy themselves and create special moments. And it is just one of those iconic symbols of heritage, diversity, the sense of, you know, a lot of work happening, whether you're down at the boats and heading out to Seal Island or coming there for a corporate retreat or just to do a little bit of shopping. There are so many different dimensions to the BNA. And uh, it's an example of how I think a lot of communities collaborate and work together because there's a, a sense of everything working and functional functioning at optimum levels. That is wonderful for someone like me from the outside because we don't see all of the work, the actual work that goes on. And things just seem to function and function well. And I believe you also have a museum on site. Is that still true, Donald? So so the Zeitz Museum um, obviously is 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 the, the, the biggest component that mm-hmm. people will sort of experience in terms of arts, culture, um, and design. You know, it, it stands right in the middle of the, at the heart of the Vienna waterfront. And it, it's, it, it's, it's the largest museum, modern museum of its kind. And it draws artists and performances from all over the world to showcase, uh, contemporary art. Um, so that's a, it is that's, truly that's a very important institution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got an education component as well. So kids go in there and experience art classes. It's linked up with schools and education facilities. And so that's, that, that's quite an important one, but one that I must not miss to, to, to mention, um, if I can just park the museum for, for a second is Maker's Landing, which is by the cruise mm-hmm. terminal, which is where we have created this platform for food entrepreneurs. You, you, you are cooking in your kitchen, presenting food. You're ready to grow into a commercial restaurant environment, but maybe you are too small. Um, now you can come into a space that you interact with other food entrepreneurs present your product it gets to be experienced by the public who are going through that space and and if you're succeeding it creates a food businesses pipeline for the rest of the city and we know how the city um, has a reputation for great food entrepreneurs and restaurant and makers landing is the space which is the home of food entrepreneurs in the waterfront and so that's an exciting part of really what makes the space feel unique because it allows Cape to 
to, to have businesses. We have over 400 small businesses that are located in the VNA, whether they be selling art and craft, food, and a myriad of, of other tourist-related services. Um, Absolutely. And I love that Maker's Landing has become that sort of incubation space where people can really incubate their product, spend a little bit of time testing things out, and we get to enjoy the, the other side of it, which is, you know, to be able to experience these offerings. Donald, uh, really a wonderful overview of what the VNA is all about. Exciting. And as I'm sitting here listening to you, I'm saying, oh, it's time to go to the waterfront sometime this week, because it is just one of those places that you can go to experience, to window shop, to have a dinner. There are so many, you know, different dimensions to the VNA. And uh, it's been great chatting to you, Donald. Before we say goodbye to you, is there anything that you would like to say to our listeners to share with us about the waterfront? Just that, you know, it's it's, it's a place for, for, for everyone. Come through, keep enjoying it, give us feedback if there's any experiences that you're not enjoying. We are here to, you know, we are custodians of this, this wonderful destination that belongs to all of South Africa. And yeah, we look forward to, to, to seeing you um, over the winter. Come in, get under a warm space, under roof, um, and just enjoy the space. Excellent. Wonderful chatting, Donald. Thank you for giving that us that oversight of the VNA waterfront and all the best for winter. Take care and bye-bye. Thank you very much. Bye, we are in conversation today with Lila Judson, and we're talking about South Africa's oldest wine-producing farm, Crude Constantia, that has been part of this landscape for decades, for eons, in fact, for millennia. And it is one of the oldest wine-producing farms, and to this day, it continues to provide a really immersive experience producing legendary wines and lots of other complementary experiences. Crud Constantia is an important part of the world wine heritage and really is a world-class international tourism destination. Forever in the day when you're visiting Crud Constantia, you will see the famous red buses and lots of vehicles parked because they're coming to experience this rich and diverse culture and heritage of South Africa and also taste some exceptional wines, enjoy sensory experiences, and the general tour of what is Crude Constantia. But I'm no expert. We're chatting to the expert today, Lila Judson, and Lila is the sales and marketing manager at Crude Constantia Wine Estate. She really is quite an experienced and accomplished brand marketing specialist with a variety of skills from media to marketing, and through this marketing vision, Lila has helped to grow this exceptional estate and curated really exceptional, bespoke, distinguished experiences for visitors and tourists alike that are coming to Hurt Constantia. Good morning, Lila, and welcome to Jet Setting with Janet. Good morning, Janet. Thank you so much for having me this morning. It's a big pleasure and it's a nice crisp morning like our mornings have been of late so Lila Crude Constantia my goodness there's so much to say about this epic establishment and you know we see the front end there's a lot of behind the scenes we're looking forward to hearing about the behind the scenes from you but please just <laughs> by giving us a little bit of history 
No, of course. So, um, Janet, this is one of my favorite topics. So I can talk for hours about Fred Constantia. I'm going to keep the history quite short. Um, I'm not going to go into the 338 years of wine production. I know, right? That's quite <laughs> staggering. Yes, it is. It is. But but just in short, Janet, um, Fred Constantia, like you mentioned, is the oldest existing wine producing farm in South Africa. Um, in fact, on the 13th of July, we turned 338 years old. Some behind the scenes story, Janet, just to fill you in. I asked, um, I popped down to our local spa here in Constantia to get cupcakes for the entire team um, on our Ooh, birthday. And, <laughs> and I was explaining that we turned in 338 and the baker's eyes just grew drastically and they thought they had to produce 338 cupcakes in just short of 24 hours. But but fortunately, we are a small team here on Fort um, Constantia. So they only had to produce for us for, for 70 odd people. So, well, a celebration just, is a celebration without cupcakes for sure. Exactly. Um, so we, we like I mentioned, we are quite a small team here in Hurt Constantia, but that's what makes it also so special. We all follow one goal um, and our mandate and our goal really is to ensure the survival of the Hurt Constantia brand, the Hurt Constantia estate for another 338 years. Sustainability is a really strong pillar for Hurt Constantia. Um, sustainability in farming, in tourism, in, in people management. So it, it's a very cool focus for us. I just want to ask, when a visitor comes to Hurt Constantia, besides that just phenomenal epic drive up to the estate <laughs> from the entrance, what are some of the things that one can expect in that experience? Fortunately, Hurt Constantia is only 25 minutes from the city centre. So it's only 30, um, 25 minutes from the city centre. So we're really close to the the humdrum of the city. Um, and as an urban wine wine estate, we were located just close enough to to a variety of different attractions. And one and of the so easily accessible from various points, right? So accessible. I mean, I I'm a huge huge tourist in my own city. I am proudly Cape Townian. I love this city. There's so much to do and so much to see, and it's so easy to get around. Often I tell guests just to hop on the city sightseeing red bus. It comes through to Hurt Constantia. We have a bus stop in the estate. It comes every 20, 23 minutes. Um, so you can really navigate your way around the city. Um, but as you drive up into the estate, into those beautiful white walls that just mentioned Hurt Constantia, I've got to pinch myself, especially early hours of the morning when I get here before all the, the humdrum of the, the guests arrive and the sun's just about peeking up over the vineyards. You walk, you drive in and it is just the most serene and peaceful place. And it's like you're transported completely out of the city and the traffic into this beautiful sanctuary of, of nature and, and peace. Um, on the estate, we have two restaurants both open for breakfast. So grab your cup of coffee. We are open to the public. So that means that guests can come and walk and walk their dogs on lead. Um, often we have runners and joggers and trail runners on the estate early hours of the morning um, just to get the exercise in, grabbing a cup of coffee at either one of the restaurants, Simon's or Yonkers Hayes. For guests who want to enjoy a wine tasting or experience Hurt um, Constantia, we often recommend the visitor's route experience. With that, 
guests will then arrive um, and have access to the beautiful museums, which is the Manor House, managed by Zika Museums of South Africa. They'll be taken down into the Clitty Cellar, where they get to see some beautiful old bottles and um, artifacts that were found on the estate over the years. It includes a guided cellar tour. So of our production cellar, guests are invited to go in, learn about the production of wine, and actually see the winemaking in progress. And then it's followed by a tasting of five wines of the customer's choice. Um, it really is a great day out. We recommend it to, to come through, spend at least an hour, hour and a half at Court Constantia. There's so much to do and so much to see. And then join us for lunch at one of the restaurants afterwards. Well, Lala, that sounds like the perfect day. It really does. And this is a question I often ask people. What is it like arriving at work at this epic space? And I must say, you are probably one of the most enthusiastic responders because people, <laughs> it's a question that people sort of take a, you know, they do a double take. Now, this is a no. kind of a question because <laughs> I'm not entirely happy, but let me try to sound upbeat. But when I listen to you, I can see, I can hear that you love the brand. And that's just phenomenal because it starts oh, with the sun. Oh, Janet, I, re I remember um, I used to work in Joburg for 10 years um, and it it was just going, driving back-to-back -back traffic. Um, you're stressed by the time you get to work. I've been very fortunate to to live quite close to Hrod Constantia. But it's as soon as you drive into the estate, I, I literally have to pinch myself because you're not driving into this block of flat a block block of buildings block of um offices a concrete jungle which yeah a concrete jungle <laughs> you're driving <laughs> into to something that really sets you for the day um you can't help but smile and get enthusiastic for your day because of what you see when you drive in and it's a sense of rootedness whenever yes. I, visit, I like you decide very early on and sometimes weeks in advance to me so we'll tell you what I'm going to be doing over the weekend. I get a second wind. So if I get home and then I decide, okay, today I'm going to go through the tunnel to have an early dinner somewhere. And we just do it. So when I hear you oh. say you're a tourist in your own city, I so get that. And there's a sense, uh, definitely a sense of rootedness when one comes to Crude Constantia. We spoke earlier to Table Mountain. And the same kind of things, you know, in psychology, people talk about the rooting reflex, mm. where there's a comfort level, you turn towards the thing that gives you comfort. And definitely, you know, coming to Fruit Constantia, you feel ensconced in something that is tradition and a sense of belonging and a sense of yeah. this is one <laughs> of those spaces that make yeah. that are my happy place. Um, and I think that, Janet, that, that appeals to me for, for all of the big six attractions as well. I mean, I was chatting, I was at Kirsten Bosch recently, and Hrod Constantia is part of the Cape Town Big Six. And I often go to Kirsten Bosch just with a book on a weekend, um, sit on a bench, just take in all the, the beauty of the nature around us. Um, we often go to the waterfront. It is something for everyone. <laughs> Cape Point is one of our favorite places to go. Um, Jaffles Absolutely. and coffee in the morning. I was at the waterfront last night for absolutely no reason, no shopping plans, but just to be there and experience the buzz. And it's so heartening now when you close your eyes and you hear the accents, you know, during lockdown, 
We didn't oh. have that international traffic. It definitely is a sense of comfort when you definitely. hear a lot of different languages and accents and, you know, you say, yay, we're back, we're back to normal. And it's phenomenal because our spaces are being revisited over and over again. And yes, it's that sense of, you know, pe- being part of something bigger, knowing that the economy is turning, knowing that things are happening and that we, again, a place that people from all over the world and locally continue to come to visit. Couldn't have said that better myself, Janet. That's exactly what drives us here on the estate. And I know it's what drives us at the big six as well. Now, Lila, I just want to hear, uh, we know this is an established estate. There are so many components to it. Are there any future plans? Is there any interesting upcoming project that you want to share with us? Uh, Whether it's a refurb or some exciting festival that's happening, please do share. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, our latest refurb was done just at the end of COVID um, when we were opening up to the public again. In fact, Hrot Constantia, we launched a retail store on this on, on the estate that really showcases local talent, local artists, crafters, designers, all throughout South Africa and in greater Africa at large. Um, it is a safe space and a creative space for entrepreneurs and designers to really showcase their talent and their ways to, to international guests. It's been so well received um, that our future plans is to create a similar um, pop-up um, at, the one that, at the production cellar on our estate. So we'll have two stores. So please watch this space. <laughs> but more importantly and more currently, um, with our birthday, we've actually launched what we call the Vintage Vault Experience. I'm loving the sound of that. <laughs> so on the 13th of July, we have opened up our Vintage Vault to guests and customers on the estate online and who visit us in our tasting rooms. And we showcase in some of the rare and older wines that we have in our collection we have a opened up the tasting to very private, very limited um, space in the cellars underneath the manor house, which in fact could have been the original structures of the Simon van der Stel house. It, it is beautiful and it really is an experience. We've limited the time frame though. So it's open from the 13th of July up until the end of August. Um, and we recommend everyone does a booking on dine plan just so that we can manage it because mm-hmm. it is such limited quantities available then we definitely need to to rush out and make that booking because i certainly (laughs) personally would not want to miss out on experiencing those vintage wines and uh, a touch of culture and heritage a gastronomic journey to titillate the senses definitely a must do on my list on my bucket list (laughs) which which expands daily I just want to share with you, Lila, I was very excited. I almost bought a house that I'm in the process of of house hunting and want to make the migration from the north to the south. And uh, somebody must have done some background checks on me and my taste because I was shown a house where I was offered uh, a set of keys that came with the house to Crit Constantia. I was blown (laughs) I was blown away. And the only reason why I didn't make an offer is because I have so much space right now. I would have had to settle for less space in the Mm -hmm. actual living space. 
But um, I think the agent thought that they had made the sale because I spent so much time in the garden, peering over the fence and planning my whole social activity and, and the invite that would say access <laughs> to Crude Constantia. We will do a walkthrough. <laughs> Oh, well, Janet, so, we look forward to the day you moved on to the southern suburbs. I'm, I'm sure that I'm looking forward to because I will probably do my morning walks there. And the thought Fantastic. of coming in and having a coffee and oh. uh, getting the inside track, I'm super excited. The great news that there was no interest rate hike yesterday is a huge relief. So I can now look with wild abandon and excitement. <laughs> Well, I'm looking, I'm very much looking forward to um, sharing our bucket list together. I'm sure that you have some things on your tourist bucket list in Cape Town that I haven't added to mine. And I'm happy to share mine with you, Janet. There's so many different things and exciting things to get involved in in Cape Town. Um, and not just for Constantia, but on the big six as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. Lila, great chatting to you today. Wishing you a cruet, cruet day as you <laughs> navigate Friday and the weekend ahead and it's been most interesting chatting and getting the inside track and seeing Crude Constantia from a different perspective you know the passion you bring to your establishment it's it's palpable so I think that people will be excited to know that people who work at Crude Constantia are happy people they love being there as much as we do love being there. So thank you so much for making our Friday mornings and uh, looking forward to uh, my migration to the South. Ah, we look forward to it too, Janet, and all the best for your weekend. Um, from everyone here at Hurt Constantia, from the gate all the way through to the kitchen, oh, um, oh, have a wonderful. beautiful weekend.